morning, glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, welcome to the 13th day of November 2019. My name is Nick. There's Big J over there. Yeah. And we are live on this very nice Wednesday morning. Hopefully you have a good day planned for you and yours. Big J, what's on the agenda today? What are things you have to do? Nothing. I don't got to do nothing. You don't do anything? I got to do my job. Okay. Do some some work. Okay. And, uh, well, I I guess Wednesdays now we're, we're watching a baby. You're watching a, a little tiny baby? Yep, we're helping out um, one of our, our friends uh, there in Middleton, and uh, they just had a baby. And so uh, Wednesdays, uh, the, well, I mean, the wife mostly will be watching the baby. It's best for the baby as uh, well. I was not really consulted um, on that, and, and I'm like, so then I had to ask pertinent questions, like, because she works on Wednesdays. Uh-huh. So I'm like, so what's, what's uh, how long is uh, baby, baby Joe going to be around? God, you hate babies. And uh, no, I don't hate babies. Actually, this is because this is funny. Uh, as uh, I, I, but I just you know I'm not at the point where I, I want to change diapers or anything like that. I'm, I'm 43, so um, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't going to end up being left alone with the baby because that's a disaster waiting to happen. You're absolutely right. And uh, so that's not going to be the case. Good. Uh, she's actually has uh, her in in work day today, so the first day she won't be there at all. <laughs> Until like uh, later, you know, for a while she will be, I guess. But we, they, she, I, she brought home the other day. It's a long story, sorry, but it's funny that we're talking about it. Uh, this thing, they went to Target and bought this baby toy, this baby thing. Okay. And I thought it was for like Christmas is coming up. I thought it was for this kid's Christmas. No, it's for the baby at our house. Well, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so I had to help put together. So this is a look at what it's like to be a grandfather, I guess. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I had I had to help put together this baby thing, and I was trying to play Xbox, and they want me to help put this baby. I'm like, all right, fine. So I had to put together a baby toy for the first time. <laughs> what kind of toy was it? Uh, it's a thing like uh, the baby sits in it. It's like a romper. Thing. Yeah, it rolls around. Yeah, kind of yeah, deal. yeah, rolls around. Got all some kinds stuff of toys. on like the little uh, yeah. the little stand. Yeah, I yeah, got, I yeah. got it. How old is this baby? Brand new. Brand new baby. Right out of the dealership. <laughs> still still got that new baby smell? Yeah, it's probably four he's probably four months old. Alright. Five months old. Alright. I think. I don't know. You're now again, just to be sure, you will not be in charge of this baby, right? No. Okay. What a huge mistake that would be. I mean, that would be hilarious to watch from afar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would I would like to certainly see like edited footage of that for sure. No, um, unedited footage would be the best. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'd probably be too scared to watch the unedited footage. Uh, but also today on this show, we are baby-free, but we do have the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. That's going to be happening at 8.30. Let to get back on that cash train. We'll give you an opportunity to play coming up in a couple of hours. Plus, Big J's got a movie review for you. On top of that, we should probably talk about The Mandalorian that we watched last night and all sorts of other fun and excitement as the show gets started. Let's do some important stuff. <laughs> Important stuff. Hey, what's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J Arby's has said we're sorry. After a Minnesota mother of five posted about a sign on a local outlet of the fast food chain that said only, quote, well-behaved children were welcome inside. Christine Hemsworth wrote on Facebook about the sign saying she hesitated at the door of the Arby's at the town of Elk River, Minnesota when she saw it because she was with her two-year-old. 
And it said, quote, well-behaved children who can keep their food on their trays and their bottoms on their seats allowed inside. Jeez. Adding, quote, if you could do this, you if you can't do this, you'll be asked to leave. Hemsworth went in anyway, and there were no problems, but she called the experience uncomfortable and stressful. Because her son can be a little bit messy, as most two-year-olds can be, and sometimes does stand up in his seat. She got a mixed response to her post, with some commentaries taking each side of the issue, but Arby's has apologized. Saying we recognize the language on this sign was insensitive, we removed it quickly, and have disciplined the manager and team working at the restaurant. Bam. Oh, they can't have any fun. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> there's fun, and then there's just be jerks. Listen, there's some adults who can't follow those instructions. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely correct. And so, uh, also, I mean, like, again, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I can't remember the last time I sat down at a fast food restaurant to eat. Right? Yeah. I mean, when was the last time you did that? I don't know. It's usually a forced situation. You're doing like, so under protest. Yeah, I don't want to. No, I don't want to go. You'd rather eat and play your Xbox at home. At the same time. Right. Of course. That's how it goes. So, also, I can't remember last time I ate at Arby's, to be fair. Used but to you love Arby's. Right down the street. I have, no, I have no qualms with Arby's. I think their social media is easily the best of the social media world. It's pretty good. Fast food wild style. So but, it's good beef and cheddar. But, uh, yeah, really since do. they shut down the one here on Fairview that was right down the street from the station, I cannot remember the last time I had Arby's. It was long before little baby Joe was born. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick is going to do a holdout on Saturday, a holdout, a tryout on Saturday for... Some NFL teams, a private workout that was arranged by the league. Kaepernick tweeted the NFL has reached out to his representatives about the workout. And there's some teams that are going to follow suit and check it out. We'll see what ends up happening. There are already some people that say, that are tweeting out some information that this is just a weird little thing by the NFL to prove to him that we are not boycotting him, but yet no teams are going to sign him no matter what. But we'll see what ends up happening after Saturday. And we could have a huge controversy in Major League Baseball, Big J. Are you prepared? Oh, no. What happened? The Houston Astros World Series win in 2017 could be tainted. According to the athletic website, one of the pitchers that used to pitch for the Houston Astros says the team stole signs during their home games of their winning the 2017 World Series. Is that even cheating? They had a camera. Well, when you go to this depths they said they had a camera set up in the outfield secretly and relayed the signals to the dugout which yes would be cheating it's one thing if you could figure out the signals or you figure out somebody's tipping his pitches i feel like that's part of the game but when you actively have a camera set up in order to steal the signals and then relay that information into the dugout yeah that's cheating that's not playing on an even field, and that's not okay. If you're smart enough to figure out whether or not a fastball is coming or not, and you're able to help your team out, that one I, I understand. Tipping the pitches is part of the game, but stealing signs that's and setting up a camera to do so is a bit crooked. Yeah, how do you uh, how do you how do you figure out like okay, obviously uh, they got ratted on here. How does that happen more often? Because I gotta believe more people than just the Astros are trying to do that. I believe you're right. I believe that you're looking for any kind of edge. I just, I'm trying to figure out like how, like, I mean, baseball's a fairly, a fairly fast sport once the, the, the pitch signals come in. Do you know what I mean? It takes for bleeping ever to get to that point. But once the, somebody gives the fastball signal, it's usually two or three seconds. How do you relay that information from a camera to the batter in the box? Well, then they probably, at some point, they come up with, um, you know, there's a pattern there, probably. Once they can figure out what the pitches are, they they come up with a pattern. I suppose. 
I suppose. It depends on the ca- the catcher and the pitcher, I would guess. So here's what he says. According to the Atlantic, employees or players would bang a trash can to signal off-speed pitches. So that's how they did it. So if the batter heard a bang, he knows, okay, there's something slower coming. If he doesn't hear a bang, okay, it's a fastball or it's a two-seamer or whatever. Uh, and so we'll see what ends up happening here if they investigate or if they strip the Astros of their title or whatever. But it's not cool. Ricky Gervais has signed on the host of Golden Globes once again. He will be the host of the three-hour show he hosted in 2010, 2011, 2012. And then he handed things over to Tina Fey and Amy Poehler for three years. He returned in 2016, was followed by Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers, Andy Samberg, and Sandra Oh last year. And now he's back. And this time it's personal. Of course, uh, nobody's watching award shows anymore. The, uh, The ratings for all of the award shows, regardless of what they're doing, are comically low. So they're doing whatever they can to try to recapture some of that magic. And Ricky Gervais had some of the highest ratings of the bunch. So they're bringing it back. It's your Send Nude Song of the Day. That is a dead desire. It is called Rage here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Decided on by you and decided on by Big J right around yesterday at this time was a movie he was going to watch on Netflix in between his Disney Plus viewing. That was called Fun Mom's Dinner. Big J, it was a comedy. It's got people in it you know and recognize. And now I ask you, how was it? Yeah, let's talk about that cast first. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's got Rob Hubel in it. So it automatically becomes weird. Uh, that dude is a weird guy and plays a lot of weird characters. So there's a couple of uh, the league alumni here, Rob Hubel being one of them. And uh, you've got um, Kate Ashleton in here as well. Um, uh, Tony Collette, uh, uh, Molly Shannon, obviously, from Saturday Night Live. So you've, get, you've got quite the, uh, the cast there. Uh, so basically what it is, uh, Kate Ashleton is uh, just uh, you know a, a relatively new mom for the most part. Tony Collette is the mother with the most experience. She has like five kids. Her and Rob Hubler are a couple. And uh, then you've got some of the other cast members where, where they're all moms and they kind of intersect at school. Uh, Kate being the new one, they ask her to, you know, if they want to, they do a mom's night out. But it's usually kind of subdued. Well, this time it gets a little more involved. Adam Scott also in this as uh, Kate Ashleton's uh, husband in this and their relationship, you know, not the best with the kids and things. So you've got that aspect of it. And as the movie's going on there are some funny parts to it um you, obviously you, you can kind of predict we've seen some of these movies before you know bad moms is probably a perfect example of that i i would say bad moms much more funny than this movie though this movie at the end i was like you know i don't know i was on the fence of whether i was gonna like it or not until the very end until the very last scene and i'm like you know what okay it got me here because it brought it full circle and uh i thought it was a really nice touch and and a lot of the stuff that was uh done in the beginning in the middle of the movie really paid off at the end for the story and so i was like okay you know i can't i cannot ignore that and so i'm gonna go ahead and stamp of approval all right is it like uh is it like bad bombs where it's like a, a rated r they get raunchy a little bit kind of a thing or do they keep it a little bit more <laughs> they do down? get they do get raunchy and and i was on the fence about this character too uh the character's melanie it's played by bridget everett um so you kind of over the top in in and she is at times maybe too over the top but some of it is is pretty damn funny uh, when you get down to it so uh, i ended up being okay with it but it was it was borderline sometimes too much sometimes she was supposed to be the melissa mccarthy bride yes character. yes exactly and um not to you know it just 
so all put together, I'm like, okay, this isn't be. It's only a, an hour and 21 minutes. So <laughs> I always look. It's that's barely a, first, a movie. It's the first thing I well compared to what we've been doing for the morning after the movies. Yeah, that's like a blink. But I, I look and see how long of torture am I going to have to have. I prepare myself that way. Um, so it's it's not bad. You throw that on. But if you're looking for the really funny version of this, it would be Bad Moms. This is kind of a more heartfelt version of that. Which one of the three Bad Moms movies is the best? Well, I haven't seen three. Oh, so, okay. Just the one? The original. Gotcha. Uh, so it's available on Netflix. I don't think Bad Moms is. I don't know where you can get that one. But uh, it is Big J approved. So it's not the best ladies' night out movie he's seen. But it certainly is not the worst either. Fun Mom Dinner. Morning after with Nick and Big J on the way. Important stuff. We got We're Going to Hell, too. Today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, true or false? You like food. False. Of course I love food, man. Come on. Are you one of those guys that, that you like to know where your food comes from? Like knowing where it's from, who puts it together, a particular company or a particular uh, style of food uh, is certainly something that you seek out and look for? God, no. What am I, some sort of weirdo? Well, there's a lot of people that are into that kind of thing. Yeah, I think I just described them. Well, what if I told you it turns out that knowing where your food comes from can make it taste better? Nah. Study participants taste... I think tasted- making Taco Bell taste better. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you may have found the exception to the rule. <laughs> when study participants tasted two versions of the same dish, they liked more modern versions of it. As long as they were only considering the taste, but when they were given the information about the background of each version of the food, it changed the taste and how much they liked the older version as well. According to the researcher, much more than taste and how much we what we like affects what we eat and our behavior. Here it was clear that other elements of the experience, such as the pride of eating food made from local produce or using traditional production methods, significantly changed the perception of the food. Like, for instance, if you if you said, if you ate two dishes and you said, hey, listen, the first dish was actually, came out of a can and it was a bunch of green beans that we used for it. And the second dish was locally owned and raised by the Andersons on their farm in Weezer and they put it all oh, together. I love the Andersons. It, there you go. That's exactly. And then you go, well, you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, that second dish was really good. It had a crisp crunch to the, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, but that's what you get for the difference between fresh food. Well, right, but what I'm saying is they didn't know what it was until after they, they they had them rate the test, and they liked the processed food until they learned about where oh, they came from. I see, from. I see. They're a bunch of fakers. Right, and then they were like, oh, yeah, no, I like fresh ingredients much better. The reality of it is... It depends on who's making that. Is it a bunch of chopped champions making my canned green beans? Because I could see them, you know... Dressing doing, it up? Yeah. Making it something more than it is. I'm sorry, I do not have uh, the information as to whether or not this Chop sounds, Champions. This sounds like guys' grocery games. <laughs> Put it all together. You're right, it does. Colin Kaepernick going to try out for an NFL return this weekend, and the NFL put together an audition for him, a workout privately for a bunch of teams, whoever wants to come and check it out. He's going to work out for teams and GMs on Saturday. We'll see if he gets a gig. Lots of people on Twitter are already saying don't hold your breath. And uh, Mike Fryers, or Fires, who is the uh, former bullpen guy for the Houston Astros, says the team stole signals during their 2017 World Series run. Lots of people are upset about it. He made that revelation in The Athletic. We'll see if anything comes from it. But apparently they had a camera set up where they stole signals and would signal the players in the batter's box whether an off-speed pitch or a fastball was coming. 
Adam Sandler and Brad Pitt chatted during Variety Studio Studios Actors on Actors series, and they let a couple of doozies drop. For one, Adam Sandler's acting coach told him he wasn't cut out for the business and told him to quit. Pitt explained the story he first heard from director Bennett Miller, quote, You were at NAYU, and it was your acting coach or acting professor, I believe. He took you out for a beer, and he kindly said to you, Think about something else. Listen, to go, you got heart, but you don't have it. Choose another path. And Sandler said that story was absolutely true. And Pitt revealed the silver lining. You ran into him when you were getting the ultimate payday, and you were with a bunch of friends. Anyone would think that's the opportunity to rub it in his face, but presumably what you did was said hi, introduced him to your friends, and you said, this is the only teacher to ever buy me a beer. And that's the Adam Sandler that I know, and I think that's why you're here after all these years. Oh, man. What a great story. Adam Sandler seems like a legit dude. Like, obviously, he's a very good friend. All of his friends are in all of his movies. He doesn't seem like a guy that harbors any ill will towards anybody. You never hear about him beefing with anybody. He just seems like a really good guy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not a fan of all of his movies. I like more than I dislike. But I will say that, you know, he's not the best actor in the world. No, no. I don't think he would cop. He wouldn't say that, though. No, no, no. And so, you know, he certainly has his niche that he has carved out. And congratulations to him. I still say you're not going to find a lot of better comedies out there than Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. They're, they're really up there. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, some great, great films. I mean, just thinking about scenes from Happy Gilmore makes me laugh. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Take that, acting coach. Yeah. Coming up in a few minutes, we got your We're Going to Hell story. Hold tight. Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. We are going to France for today's We're Going to Hell story. Big J, your best French accent, please. Hello, how are you? <laughs> First I regretted it and then I got happy that I asked. Uh, the city of Tel is where we go. And, you know, I, I imagine European countries a little bit different than the United States. Agree or disagree, Big J? I've never been, so I don't really know from experience. But I'm guessing the way things are handled there are just a little bit different. For instance, in America, it'd probably be frowned upon America. if you were 19 years old and nine months pregnant and you went out on a bender until like 5.30 in the morning, right? What? You were pregnant? Yeah. Yeah, you're pregnant. Well, that'd be crazy because I'm a, uh, a dude. Well, certainly no. It would be a very much a junior situation if you did it. Uh, I just mean I see what general. you're saying. Yeah, that would be bad news. But apparently it was something that happened not too long ago. Local media have reported that a 19-year-old woman was out partying it up at a French nightclub at 5.30 in the morning when all of a sudden, Big J, she started to feel something on the dance floor. It wasn't just the music that was making her move. You understand? Oh, yeah. It was 5.30 in the morning. The club was just closing. Weren't a lot of people left in the place. And one of the staff members came over to the manager and said, quote, it's urgent. All of a sudden, the manager was like, I could see that woman is about to give birth. So they had to act quickly, Big J. Member of the staff called the emergency medical line who talked them through what they had to do. The young woman, Big J, didn't seem too panicked, but she was a little bit worried. And then the baby came out right there on the dance floor. Plop. He says, quote, it was one of the most bizarre closings we've ever had. My team worked together. We all cried. The positive thing that came out of us was that none of us panicked. We weren't scared. And anyway, we got it done. Good job. She said, uh, and of course everybody started asking, hang on a second, why, why was a nine-month pregnant woman at a club partying at five o'clock in the morning? Good and appara- apparently 
one of the young woman's friends suggested coming to the club to cheer her up because she was having some personal problems. She was not drinking, Big J, so don't worry. It's a relief. But she was one of the last people to leave the club. You want to know why? Because she was having a baby come out of her and she couldn't walk. You understand? Oh, I get it. But uh, despite the fact that the dance floor was covered in placenta, there's still a very good ending to this story, Big J. And that is... She realized the error of her ways <laughs> out drinking? No, no, no. That's She wasn't drinking. She was just out partying, dancing, oh, having a good time. Oh, okay, okay. I thought she was drinking. No, 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 See, no. So, okay. No drinks were had by the pregnant Good, woman. good. All right, now I'm relieved. But right. the, uh, the nightclub has said, guess what? That baby, it can get in free for life. Oh, man. That baby is going to get into that nightclub free for the rest of its life. Isn't that nice? That's great. It's good news. Now, I would say give that baby a booth, right? In the VIP section. Yeah. And don't just say it can get in free. That saves the baby, what, five bucks? Yeah, I was bored here. You understand? Maybe you don't get it. I left my mark on this place. That dance floor? That's my dance floor. That's my goo everywhere, okay? You're dancing on my goo. I was a baby. There's no way this nightclub stays open until this baby can get into this no, nightclub, No, you've heard the, right? par- uh, the uh, Finger Eleven song? Paralyzer? Paralyzer, yeah. You Somebody's know? hoping that club's shut down in a matter of weeks. It'd be cool with me. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Up next, we did some Disney Plus in yesterday. You'll hear about it on the X-Rock. <laughs> Rob Zombie, Dragula here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, all the talk was about Disney+. Plus. They overcame the technical difficulties early in the morning, and by the time you logged on, probably in the afternoon towards the evening, everything appeared to be working okay. I got a quick error like the first time I tried to play something. Error. Then it, then it cleared out right away. Um, and then, did, did, did you have some subtitles stuff going on? No. Like, when I first started The Mandalorian, it, I had German subtitles. And I was like, I don't know what I did. So I exited out of there, and it, all the settings, it, it was just closed caption. And I looked at the settings, and nothing was set. And then I restarted it, and it was fine. It was, was, it was set up to take in uh, Werner. Yeah, it was all for Werner Herzog, for sure. Uh, but Big J, uh, without getting into spoilers, because some people maybe have not seen the first episode of Mandalorian yet, what did you think about it? Uh, I loved it. I, I don't think it's perfect by any means. There there might be some goofy things in it that I'm not sure if they, they were meant to be that way or if they just kind of didn't play well. I had to remind myself a couple times it was just a TV show. Like, I was like, this isn't up to the production. And I was like, hang on, Nick. You're watching a TV show. Relax. It's going to be okay. I didn't have a problem with the production. No, there were a couple things that were like, this is goofy. You know, they're, they're spending just as much money on these as they would a full-blown movie. So... Well, it's uh it, I thought it was very good too. I you know I went in fairly blind. I like I lo- I watched the trailer once and that was it and that was several weeks ago. And so I didn't know a whole lot about it cuz I didn't want to and I found myself just trying to figure out who is playing what role. Sure, yeah, because, you know, the Mandalorian doesn't talk for a while. No, and then when I heard his voice, I was like, that's Timothy Oliphant. That's who that sounds like. It sounds like Timothy Oliphant to oh. me. And then, I, and then I looked online and I was like, oh, no, I remember Jade mentioning that it's the dude from Game of Thrones. Uh, but but uh, he sounds like Timothy Oliphant in that movie. Like I was like I was hearing uh, you know Seth from Deadwood in that particular role. But either way, it's great. And then you know Horatio Sands was uh, the, uh, the his very first bounty in uh, the the Blue Gentleman. Oh, that was Horatio that Hans? Was Sands. But yes, Sands. Yes. Okay. 
And then uh, Brian Posehn was in it, our friend. Dude, I hope that, you know, he's coming to town. I hope we get a chance to talk to him. Me too. That would be a great conversation, and he had posted about it. Uh, So he he was great. That was very funny. And then Nick Nolte. Yes, Nick Nolte's in it. Uh, so there, there's a lot of there's a lot of star power here to this, and but it had me going like I don't know anything about the Mandalorian story, mm-hmm. uh, and so I had to start kind of looking up what is this whole thing about so I can kind of keep up with this, and I'm very excited about it because I'm going to learn a little bit more about the Star Wars canon that I didn't realize as I got into it. And it's pretty cool, and it, you'll immediately feel comfortable. I think if you're if you're somebody our age um, who grew up watching. Clint Eastwood Westerns, you'll feel very comfortable because that's what it felt like. It felt like a spaghetti Western. I, I felt like hey, this is this is what Clint Eastwood's character would be like in a Star Wars kind of uh, atmosphere. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's fun. I, I hope, uh, you know, it's only eight episodes. That's, that's all you're going to get out of this particular run of things and it looks like it's there's not a lot of characters that are in it for the long haul because again as i got caught up on imdb it was one of those things where there's a lot of people in it for just one episode kind of a deal and that's all you see from them so it's going to be it's going to be definitely might be kind of hiding the you know some of the stuff too because there are some big things that are going to come out of this show i believe you but also i kind of like that because it, it does give the mandalorian that loner kind of a thing he's a dude that doesn't work with other people it gives him a chance to go on a lot of separate adventures and do his own little thing which i'm totally cool with but the ending of it is great it's amazing it's super cool i got all excited and when what I does saw it mean i don't we don't know what it means <laughs> well not yet anyway we might know a little bit more on friday when episode two comes out but i was very i, I really wanted to go i want to hit the next episode just to find out what happens next which is a good thing yeah so is now is you think that it's a good thing that they're not putting this all out at once this is my first foray so, into it. I can't, like I said, I, I was frustrated that I couldn't watch the next episode. So, it, but I, but it also hooked me enough to want to continue watching it. So we'll see if I get tired of it. I may end up just like watching another episode and then just waiting until it's all out and then just binging it in one particular setting. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, but I did want more after I watched the first episode. I know that much. So if you get a chance. Check it out if you're a Star Wars fan. I'm guessing you already have, right? You don't want to be left behind if you're super to Star Wars diehard, correct? Oh, right, yeah. This is something you've already watched. So I'm sure you have your own theories about the ending of it. But if you haven't, watch it yourself. We both were very impressed by The Mandalorian. It's now on Disney+. Plus. That's the news. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. People from different generations do things differently. For instance, Big J, how do you like to do your holiday shopping? Uh, I don't. I don't like to do it at all. But online, I guess. Comfort to my own home. Yeah? You don't like to go out and do any... I know you don't do Black Friday that much, I'm aware of. But do you do any outside shopping kind of a thing? But usually that's for your stuff. You don't usually go holiday shopping on Black Friday. Holiday, It's something that you want that gets you out of bed that early to do it. Um, well, or I'm told to. Right. Also true. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, every now and then we'll go out together, uh, the wife and I shopping. That's fun. Is it for, like, the kids, or do you have, like, a list, or do you just go out and look? Yeah, probably family, yeah. But do you have an idea of what you want? No, not an okay. idea. You just kind of go out and do, like, window willy shopping nilly. and see if Yeah, willy-nilly. And that's how most people on the older side of the generations tend to do it. Not a lot of lists, not a lot of ideas. They just kind of go out and try to find something. Whereas... 
if you're looking at the Gen Zers or anything in the millennial side of things or even Gen Xers, you're looking at a lot of online shopping, you're looking at a lot of list taking, and a little bit more organization when it comes to shopping because sometimes there's a little bit more of a budget involved with the younger side of the ledger. 20% say they plan to go shopping on Black Friday. That's overall 46% plan to buy electronics. The vast majority plan to shop online when they're doing that. Now, Gen Xers, Big J, that's you, are expected to spend the most of all the generations. Yay! And you're most likely to purchase accessories and entertainment. You're also most likely to shop at mass retailers as opposed to the other types of generations out there. Finally, baby boomers say they'll begin shopping earlier than any other generation and will spend the second highest amount of money. And they plan to shop at brick and mortars, Big J. Brick and mortar what what? Including department stores and national chains. So, we all have our own ways of doing it. There is no right, there is no wrong, unless you talk to somebody that has a valid opinion on this particular topic. But whatever's easier for you, knock yourself out, right? Yeah, exactly. The Athletic website reported yesterday that the Houston Astros used a center field camera to steal signs at home games during their World Series run in 2017. Report quoted pitcher Mike Fires, who was played for the Astros that season, and three other unnamed people within the organization that all admitted to doing this. Camera at Minute Maid Park apparently was connected to a TV monitor in the tunnel between the Astros dugout and the clubhouse. And according to The Athletic, employees or players would bang a trash can to a signal an off-speed pitch. Astros says they have, quote, begun an investigation in cooperation with the Major League Baseball, declining to say any more, as if they don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and the Major League Baseball said in a statement, after we review this new information, will we determine any necessary next steps? The league strengthened its rules against Stein's signs dealing before the 2019 season, so maybe all this stuff went into effect before any of these rules came in. I mean, it's always been against the rules to steal signs, but we'll see what ends up happening, if anything. They might strip them from the uh, the fun that is World Series champs, Big J. What do you think about that? Uh, it would be pretty hardcore, man. It would be. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, Big J, there's, uh, there was some good news in the Disney Plus world with Star Wars fans pretty much enjoying The Mandalorian, but there are some people that are very upset too, Big J. That is because for the third time in the history of Star Wars... The Disney Plus version of Evan New Hope that you could watch has messed with the Hans and Greedo scene. Uh, when it first came out, Hans, of course, shot first. And that was always the, the I guess, canon part of things. But then when George Lucas re-released the movies with the special features and the, the additional cartoons that he put in there in the late 90s, he made Greedo shoot first so that Han Solo wasn't a murderer. That got people very upset. Very upset. Murderer. Uh, well, I mean, what, what, what do you mean? Of course it was. No, no. These are have you that the spaceport is a very deadly place to be. You got to have an up up, man. You can't wait to get shot. I'm not saying uh, that can't he was murder a thug. <laughs> wait a sec. Yes. You no, no, can. no. That's preventative maintenance. Is what uh, I call that. All right. Either way, uh, that's what made Han Solo a badass. In my personal opinion, not somebody you'd want to mess around with. Yeah. You understand? He was covering his ass. He was taking care of his own, all that kind of stuff. But either way, uh, it clearly was an issue of of him shooting first. Now, in this particular scene, they've added a word. Now, Han Solo still shoots first in the Disney Plus version, but right before Greedo shoots, he he screams McClunky. 
according to Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Lucas made this change in 2012 just before selling his company off to Disney, so it was part of the master that George Lucas sent off to Disney for them to do whatever the hell they wanted to. McClunky! Now, there's a lot of McClunky things. Now, who knows what the heck is happening? It's a different tongue, but McClunky apparently was the last name of somebody that George Lucas worked with fairly closely in some of the early portions of the Star Wars universe, and George might have thrown that in as like a thank you to him. But the McClunky line was never in the original, wasn't in the special edition, but now it's in the Disney Plus edition. Why he says it, we don't know. Why it's there, still don't know. But people are upset that George Lucas continues to mess with this particular scene. They're not happy about it. Now, in the long run, it doesn't affect anything in the law or the how it all plays out. But, but God bless him for going through every aspect of the movies already. McClunky. Morning after with Nick and Big Jeez, J. Just came out yesterday. <laughs> Coming up in a few minutes, we'll give you a chance to win some cash from us with the Dumble Dare. That's next. <laughs> Traffic. Inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center we go. It's brought to you by CBH Homes. Here comes CB. There's a crash on eastbound I-84 in Nampa after the Franklin Boulevard. Oh dear. On 100.3 VX rocks. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Why don't we play the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare and try to win some money for somebody. Today's contestant is Caller X. His name is Doug. Doug, good morning, man. How are you? Good, how are you? We're hanging in there, brother. Thank you very much for listening, and good luck. We would like you to win as much money as possible. Uh, Big J is going to give you a couple of categories to choose from, and you tell us which one you feel better about. The TV show Friends or The Simpsons? Let's go with The Simpsons. All right, here you go. $50 question coming at you. Dan Castanelletta is the man who gives The Simpsons patriarch his voice. Who is that? Can you say that one more time? Dan Castellanet is the man who gives the Simpsons patriarch his voice. Uh, Homer. There you go. Right. Homer Simpson. $50 question in the bag. Now you have $50. This is yours no matter what, unless, of course, you get the next question wrong, which means you walk away with nothing. We'll give you a chance to take the $50 and walk, or do you want to go double or nothing for 100 Let's go double or nothing. All right, man. Krusty the Clown is a television host and the owner of this popular fast food restaurant featured in several episodes. Uh, Krusty Burger? Yeah! Krusty Burger is right! Yeah! That is $100. So now the question becomes, do you want to take the $100 or try once again, double or nothing? It's the hardest question of the bunch, but it's worth $200. What would you like to do there, Doug? I'm going to take the 100 All right. He's good, taking good the 100 you, and walking away. Big J's going to give you the question anyway just to see if you got it right. Yeah, this Life and Hell uh, creator is also credited with creating The Simpsons. Matt Groening? Yeah. Oh, you would have had 200 bucks, my friend. But would have had the rich stuff. $100 is nothing to uh, basically turn your head at. Congratulations, man. We'll get you that information. Make sure you got $100 cash coming your way. Guaranteed. So be like Doug. Play at 1230 today with Jason Drew. 430 with Adam. Another chance to win some money with the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. It rolls on here on the X. We're going to do some pop culture smackdown next on the X Rock. Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and let's hook it up. Let's get you some tickets. We have a show coming to town, Nick. Uh, that would be Ministry along with Phil Anselmo and the Illegals. That's happening at the Rev Center on uh, 
So Dave, help out. You're staring right at it. Help out. What are you? Isn't it in the system? Ah, uh, I wasn't logged in yet. The 23rd. The 23rd. And then you never know if it's right in here or not. Uh, so the 23rd at the Rev Center. We'll get you set up with tickets to that show if you can beat Nick in Pop Culture Smackdown. Alright, 208-287-1003 is the phone number that you need if you would like to play. Good luck to you, Big J. Any particular theme today? Nope. Alright, so it's just the old average Pop Culture Smackdown. Good morning, the X. Good morning. How you doing, man? What's your name? Good. My name's Alan. Alright, Alan. Good luck. In what city can tourists visit the famous Bourbon Street? New Orleans. Right. That's accurate and correct. Uh, Nick, love one another were the final words of which beetle? Uh, the final words of which beetle? Well, there's only two that are dead. I don't know. Well, did John Lennon say that before he was shot? Maybe. I'm going to go with George Harrison. That's correct. Right. Didn't know you'd struggle so much with that one. Uh, Alan, this Robert Rodriguez-directed movie starred Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Wrong. Ooh, no, sorry. sorry. That is incorrect. Good morning, The X. Good morning, how are you? We're hanging in there, man. Here's Big J with your question. This Robert Rodriguez-directed movie starred Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney. Say that one more time. This Robert Rodriguez-directed movie starred Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney. It's one of my personal favorites. Probably one of the only times Quentin Tarantino's ever starred in anything. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Uh, da, 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 da. What do you got, man? Uh, once upon a time in Mexico. Wrong. That is, that is not correct. No. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, here's Big J with your question. This Robert Rodriguez-directed movie starred Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn? Yes, right. that's, that's correct. Uh, let's see. Nick, here's a sports question for you. Where were the Rams franchised before they moved to Los Angeles? Like recently? No, no, no. No, no. The original, the original Rams, where were they from before they got to Los Angeles? So before they were Los Angeles, then St. Louis, then Los Angeles, and you want to know where they were before yes. that? Yes. Before they were in LA. Uh, I will say, oh, I almost said that, but that's not right. Um, I will say, I don't know. I'll say St. Louis. You're, uh, you're not, you're not right. Wrong. The correct answer is Cleveland. They were the Cleveland Rams. Cleveland Rams right. is the right answer. How long were they there for? Uh, 1934? Through, when did through, they move to L.A.? I don't have the exact date in front I see. of me. But. Uh, congratulations. We didn't get your name. What's your name? Shannon. Shannon, way to go. You got tickets to go check out Ministry and Phil and Salmo coming up on the 23rd at the Rev Center. Hang on tight. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all good to go there. There's your pop culture smackdown. Some headlines on the way. Headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here's your headlines. Justice. Hmm. And WTF. Justice. You often hear about people getting speeding tickets. Yeah. But what about tickets for driving too slow, Big J? I've heard of that. Police in Kent, UK, have reported two cases of extreme what they call lane hogging recently. 
Country's laws allow police to spot fine and fine drivers for driving in the middle or far right lanes unless they're using them to pass other vehicles. Now, on Wednesday, the police reported ticketing a driver who drove over three miles in the middle lane on an empty stretch of driving. And on Saturday, they pulled over another oblivious driver who went 11 miles without moving over to the left. Both drivers face fines of about $130 and three license points. They have the point system over there. Now, in the U.S., we have what's called slowpoke laws, which have been established in several states, including here in Idaho, where left lane bandits, meaning people that drive very slow in the fast lane, can be hit with a $235 ticket. And it is, you know, it's rare when it happens, but it certainly has happened. And I'm sure we've all uh, run up on those guys that are, and gals that have been driving very slow in the left-hand lane. And I can't imagine it makes you very happy, Big J. No! Get out of Big J's way. He's got places to be. Get out of my way! Hmm? Or WTF. Uh, hmm. For the last few years, Reynolds Kitchens has offered up some extremely creative ways to serve Thanksgiving turkey. Now, 2017 was the year of the chip with recipes for a flaming hot Cheetos turkey. Would you be interested in that? No. How about a Cool Ranch Dorito turkey? Yes. How about a Funyuns turkey? No. The following year, the aluminum foil brand mixed things up with a Mountain Dew brined and glitter-covered bird. This time around, they're keeping a classic. They have invented the mac and cheese turkey. Pretty simple to make, and it all but ensures that even if you overcook your bird, it won't turn out dry and flavorless. Reynolds recommends coating the turkey in a powdered cheese mixture from your favorite box mac and cheese to give it a nice flavor. By the way, as the recipe indicates, wrapping the turkey fully in Reynolds wrap keeps the turkey cheesy and it keeps it from overbrowning in the oven. Then you serve the whole bird over a bre- bed of mac and cheese because if Thanksgiving has one important food group, it would be carbs. What do you think about that, Big Jake? Your cheese-covered mac and cheese turkey. God, it sounds terrible for you, but, you know, I'd be interested Yeah, try it out. <laughs> would you, do you want to make it? No, it sounds very difficult to make. Oh, it sounds pretty easy. You just have to. I mean, you make the mac and cheese separately. You serve it over a bed of mac and cheese, and then you put the cheese dry rub on the turkey, so it gives it a coating. That's too much cheese. I don't think I've ever. I could ever imagine you saying that out loud. You love no, cheese I, on everything. No, I, I honestly. I mean, I, you think I would, but I, I just had recently had a burger. Uh, that had a mac and cheese, like a fried mac and cheese patty on top on it, um, on the burger, and I was like, you know, it's not, it's too much. Now, it's too much. now, was it the cheese that was too much, or was it the pasta that was too much? It could have been both. Okay. It could have been both. I'm guessing it was the pasta. Yeah. Wrap it up with WTF. <laughs> just a, if it was just a cheese fried cheese thing, I would have been okay. You're right. Yeah. It was the pasta. You didn't God, like. you know me. Not the cheese know me so well a female plane passenger took to reddit this week to share a horrifying photo of a stranger performing a very rude act on her flight the woman who goes by woody soprano on the social media platform posted an image of a traveler resting their bare feet on her headrest on an airplane and the feet were gross and dirty big j now the reddit user's face is cropped but her terrified eyes said it all <laughs> she said quote gonna be a long flight woman's post immediately went viral generating nearly a thousand comments by tuesday afternoon some argued that the female passenger should have confronted the offender i don't get it at all i would have gotten up the moment i mean i i I, i'm not one for conflict that would do it though if somebody's feet were above my head i'd be like what is happening what is happening why is that there i'd probably get kicked off the flight that would be my guess 
because right, that's but, that, gross. but that's a thing where you, you you should be hailed as a hero for getting kicked off that flight. Correct. Uh, you what? know that's I don't under like we didn't talk about this. You just but pictured yeah you I know what you're talking about though. At the movie last week, somebody took off their shoes and put their feet up on the actual seat in front of them without shoes on. Why do you take your shoes off in a public place? I don't know. Did they have socks? They had they had socks on. To be fair, okay. They had socks on. Still weird, but I, I at least it wasn't bare feet. The bare feet thing is really weird to me. Now, granted, I think feet are gross, so that could be my particular hang-up with it. Yeah, but I think that's still, a hang-up for you for sure. But putting putting your things where other people's faces are are weird. Like, leaning them up against somebody else's thing is weird and gross, and certainly not something to do in a public place, right? Yeah, public place is just not... Keep your shoes and socks on, guys. Nobody wants to see that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Bad impressions next on the act. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we'll get you set up with some tickets to the Idaho Snowmobile Show. It is happening this weekend at Expo Idaho. And going to be plenty of awesome things happening out there, demonstrations. And then we'll get you some gift certificate uh, certificate to Chili's as well. Of course, we've got a home game coming up and uh, Chili's game day out there as uh, the Broncos welcome in the New Mexico Lobos this weekend. All that could be yours if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. 208-287-1003 is the number of bad impressions. Works thusly. Big J has worked hard and diligently to come up with three clues that all point towards somebody that is pretty famous. Lots to choose from today. If you can figure out who is that there? famous person is. I thought I saw a couple in the thing that I was like, yeah, I can see Big J doing this. I can see Big J doing this. I can see Big J doing this. I said it three different times to myself. I have a guess as to who you're going to go with. That's right. But I may be wrong. We'll see. So if you think you got what it takes, get on the phone and see if you can figure out who the bad impression is. Hello, the X. Yeah. Hey, am I it? You are it, buddy. What is your name? Chris. All right, Chris. Good luck. I saved one president twice and another once in the Fallen franchise. I was right. I told you you were right. (laughs) Next one. This is Sparta! Oh, one more. I voice Stoic in How to Train Your Dragon movies. That should push you over the top. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember his name. Um, Jared Butler. Yeah. There you go. Friends call him Jerry. Yeah, we call him Jerry. Hang on one second there. Chris, we'll hook you up with those Snowmobile Show tickets as well as your Chili's game day. I wasn't sure if you were going to go down the Jimmy Kimmel route. Or, uh, or Gerard yeah, I just Butler. Did, I just did Jimmy Kimmel uh, a couple days ago. So. And so why is Gerard Butler in the news? Today's his birthday. Happy birthday, the Jerry. big 5-0. Oh, man. Can he you looks believe great. it? He looks great. He looks great. I strive to look that good at 50. I'll never get there. Nah, no, you won't. Uh, nor nice will you be say. as cool. Um, also not very well, nice. Well, neither will I. It's all right. Out of nowhere. Working on Den of Thieves 2. Pantera. Wait. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. I, it's a great question, but that's... That's a hidden gem, by the way. If anybody hasn't movie. seen Den of Thieves, go watch Den of Thieves. It's a really good movie. A really good movie. Uh, it actually has no business being as good as it is, but, I mean, uh, 50 Cent's great in it. Gerard Butler's yeah, great in it. It's just a good. it's a good movie. You're right. Uh, uh, I can't underrated. remember his name, but the dude that uh, that is in um, uh, Modern Gods is great in it, too. So uh, check it out. Den of Thieves is great. I'm glad they're making a sequel to it. Happy birthday, Gerard Butler. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on The X-Rock. Roach, that is their latest. It is called Come Around here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, it's going to wrap up the old Wednesday show for you on the 13th. Thanks for getting up early and hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Reminder, coming up on Friday, it's another Half Price Friday at xrock.com. You can get $50 of authentic Italian cuisine at Cafe Luciano's for just 25 bucks. Boise's only Riverside Italian Cafe offer a modern take on, on authentic Italian food prepared the way it should be from scratch with fresh ingredients and served small plate style. I know you don't like that part, Big Jane. I'm sorry. Nah, I don't mind. Their classically inspired dishes are based on old world recipes from northern and southern Italy, so check it out for yourself. $50 for 25 Half Price Friday, 9 o'clock Friday on xrock.com. Had a chance to talk about the Maladorian, which is pretty awesome, right? It is, it is great. We had a chance to uh, give a little bit of insight into the world of Fun Mom Dinner, which was Big J approved. Two positive things on the show today, and we also got to talk about a young lady giving birth on a dance floor, Big J, at a nightclub, which that baby now has yep. carte blanche at, which is a nice, I guess. Tomorrow on the show, we will have an opportunity for more cash to be given away. We had a chance to give away 100 bucks today. We'll do some more of that tomorrow, hopefully for 200 bucks. 8.30, you're going to want to tune in for that. Big J will have a nerd alert for you as well. That leaves you with the floor, sir. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Good show. B plus. That's about it. That's all I got. You got to fill 25 more seconds. No, I don't have to fill nothing, pal. My time is over. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you off the clock? You're, no, but oh, I mean, oh. I... Okay. Are you, oh, you mean you're getting paid to do this? Yeah. Do a show? That's right. I mean, what, what else am I mm, supposed to say? Questionable. How about we uh, remind people that the next well, set of X-Rock is brought to you by Taco Time. International Taco Time is hiring. It's not your average career. You can learn more and apply online at tacotime.com. Jason Drew's up next. We will see you tomorrow. It's the X-Rocks. 100.3 The X-Rocks.